0: And welcome to Nerd News now for July twentieth, twenty twenty. Do either of you use an alarm clock anymore? No. <laughs> what? My
1: husband, he, he's my alarm clock.
0: Uh, I didn't either, so I woke up seventeen minutes ago. Um. So <laughs> I got Miss, I got Miss Jen, and I got Chaz with me. Uh, Miss Jen, last week we had uh, a guest. And uh, I fell in uh, and Justin Harder, the digital artist, and he was awesome. That was a, that was a really easy-to-talk-to guy for an hour.
1: We got celebrities now, man.
0: Yeah. Um, I watched, it was a good interview. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah. so, so, Chaz, uh, what have you been up to last week and this week? Um,
2: man, same stuff, dude. Hosting trivia, slinging comic books. Um, I'm going to fill it now on Twitch.
1: What?
2: <laughs> Apparently, if I get one, man, anybody can get one. So I've been learning all the things about Twitch and all that jazz. And then, um, Rocket Queen, my band, we announced we're going to share the stage once again with some of our friends in Saliva out in uh, Oklahoma. We're going to do a big outdoor thing in August. So it should be fun. We'll get to, uh put away the tights and put on the eyeliner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, that's a, uh, so that's just the one show for now, or are you all back on tour?
2: No, uh, we just, uh, we're doing some stuff with them and then um, you know coming back to do... We're really just waiting. So uh, places are opening up slowly. We don't want to do anything confined, obviously, because who's going to show up? But these big outdoor things where you can practice social distancing is pretty cool. Um, Some of these big festivals are doing like drive-in style, where you drive in and you put the speaker right there, or you tune your phone into a frequency, and you get the live feed while you're watching the live band. So we don't have to worry about it much, because from the stage to the metal gate is usually about 10 feet. So we're good.
0: Did, were you able? to, I think this was two weeks ago now, but were you able to see that Flaming Lips performance they put on on one of the one of the late night shows where everyone was in like the hamster bubble?
2: Yeah, I saw a clip, I saw a clip of that, I and mean, I thought that was very interesting. But it just seemed so right up their alley.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I think as a musician though, that would probably be way too combining. And I mean, I'm sure that for that purpose, it was probably a pre-recorded track, but. Uh, I can't imagine playing drums inside the bubble or really anything that's going to involve wires or any kind of sound reverberation.
2: Yeah, for sure. Plus, we're so we're so animated. There's a lot of bands that may that that may work for a lot of bands hang out. They stand there and they do their stuff. And that's cool. We don't whether you pay fifty dollars or five dollars. We're going to be all over the stage. We took we we wouldn't be a bubble wouldn't hold us. Could John Travolta us, man?
0: (laughs) Right. Um, I just wish they would. It be how hard would it be to reshape all the doors in society right now to fit me in one of those bubbles? I mean, would that be too big of a stretch on the economy or what? No, they they like move though. It's not like a.
2: I don't think it's like. It's not like hard, hard substance, right? It's like you would be like a Slimer type, where you'd be able to go through the door and it would just form right? And then pop back out.
0: I I don't know. Then there would be like a, a I guess I guess I could use hand sanitizer as the act ectoplasm and then like kill two birds with one stone.
2: Yeah. Cause you you'd have to clean that plastic bubble quite often, I'm sure.
0: Oh yeah. Uh I mean in the inside and the outside too. Cause I mean you're gonna probably people one of the things about the droplets is people don't realize that uh, I guess maybe like people in the '80s were trying to warn us when they came up with the phrase "say it, don't spray it," or maybe that was the '50s. I don't know. It was on Happy Days. I saw it in the '80s, but maybe I mean I think maybe that was one of those warnings from the future. Mork from Mork, when he was on Happy Days, and came from the future to give all the dire warnings. Maybe "say it, don't spray it." Maybe it meant watch the droplets. There you uh, go. I I don't think I could get one into. Uh, I don't think I could get one through a doorway. You don't think I so? Experiment it, I'll experiment Adventure Begins sometime. I'll try not to like destroy everything, but I can try to come in with one of those big plastic bubbles and see. I don't know how malleable they are.
2: Okay. Man, I mean, yeah, try it. I yeah, we'll totally let you do it. I mean, I, yeah, tell me two, two seconds before you sh- show up so I could film it.
0: Oh, sure. We, got, we, have, we have to do this for science. This is for science. I was
2: going to do it for America's Funniest Home Videos, but science sounds good, too. <laughs> yeah, does that is that still happen, or is it just called YouTube now? No, it still happens. Um, I mean, as of recently, it, it was happening.
0: ABC still puts it out. Wow. Yeah. I, I just can't remember who the host is. Um, oh, it's Alfonso it, 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 Ribeiro, isn't it? Alfonso Why? Well,
2: no, I think they brought back Tom Bergeron. But uh, let's see, America's Funniest Home Video. Oh, that's not it. I'm using the wrong keyboard. Can you get?
0: He was Tom Bergeron will not be back for Dancing with the Stars. I think he was like the longest running TV show host.
2: Yes, he, he was. Yeah, and he was the the. Let's see. Oh, they did do. They did bring, um, Funniest Home Videos after dark. Where they brought Fred, uh, 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 Danny Tanner back. What's his name? Bob Saget. They brought him back as the host for the After Dark. But it looks like um, it looks like Carlton is still the host as of it's their thirtieth season, 2020.
0: Wow. Okay. If, if Bob Saget was doing American Style videos After Dark, I hope it did not air till 1 a.m. Because if you've ever seen his stand-up comedy, he is not Danny Tanner. Oh, not at all. He is far from Danny Tanner. Yeah, it's crazy, and even to the point where he's been playing himself on a few, um, like scripted dark comedies, um, uh, because that's it's known how kind of off the walls crazy he is.
2: Yeah, you'd be amazed what he does for uh, his vices, as said in Half Baked. <laughs>
0: yeah, um. <laughs> Miss Jen, how about you? Have you, have you been since uh, last Monday, and uh, what are you looking forward to this week?
1: I did a crazy, crazy thing this last week. I spent from Wednesday until Sunday uh, on a staycation, so I just chill out, and chilling out now is just like going for walks, finding somewhere that has outdoor seating to eat, <laughs> 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 really crazy but uh it was kind of felt like a luxury to be able to just like not be anywhere
0: <laughs> well yeah because you've been working probably uh, harder than most people i <laughs> know during this whole thing just having to sort of just reorganize the uh the shop and find you know the go all into the all, online thing for what i mean you do that for like at least six weeks right i mean you're still you still do that every day um but you you were doing that like full time while the the shop was closed. So uh, I'm glad you got to do that. It's like I think a, a staycation's a, a state of mind because we've all been at home, and I can't speak for you guys, but I I have not been able to relax lately. So <laughs> I mean, I'm on call for work, which is part of it. But it's uh it, yeah, it's tough. Like even even with free time it just feels like this whole time has been been a chore. I think we all need a vacation after this pandemic. And I really do think like vacation requests are going to go through the roof at at everyone's respective job once uh, it's safe to go outside. So, um, hey. um And what what did you uh did you take in any media or were you just going on walks and stuff?
1: Um uh- We've made it through all of uh, Warrior Nun. I watched Old Guard. We've been watching a bunch of other weird documentaries. Oh, we actually started to watch... Um, there's a whole bunch of Netflix and Amazon Prime just, like, stand-up. Mm-hmm. And so most of them, we just, like, picked random ones. We didn't even know any of these people before. But uh, there's some good ones. There's some bad ones. <laughs>
0: Could you give an example of, of, well, you don't have to give an example of a bad one if you want to, go for it, but uh, do you remember any ones that stood out?
1: Uh, good ones are like Patton Oswalt. He's really good. And then the one I watched last night, man, I wish I could remember his name. He was hilarious. He his The whole end of his act was basically him reenacting a demon, which looked like a Jurassic Park Velociraptor the way he was doing it, Um Having influence over um, the Cardassians. <laughs> <laughs> it just was, he like got on top of the stool and just like put the microphone really close to his mouth and made like really evil voice and would like haunch his butt right up in the air and keep his head down while he was on top of it. It was just the most <laughs> bizarre thing, but it totally worked. And he ended the whole act by making the lights go out. He just like said some keyword as the demon, whatever. And the lights went out.
0: and That was the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Eric Andre's special has gotten a lot of buzz lately. Um, and I haven't been able to watch it yet. So I that sounds like something he would do. But I don't know. Uh, they, put, they have put so much money into comedy. Um, the the stand-up specials. I mean, they gave Chappelle like, that record deal. Uh, I think... I think Eddie Murphy is going to be getting twenty million a Netflix special. He mm-hmm. signed like an $80, $82 million dollar deal, but I think that's one movie and three um specials. But it obviously, took him a lot. Did did, did either of you know that? Like as uh, as everywhere as Eddie Murphy was throughout the eighties and his like his of course stand up raw how raucous that is. He's actually an introvert. And he suffers from stage fright, so that's that's most of the reason why you know he hasn't he's gone away from that um but if you're into uh comedy in general, one good thing to binge is the uh Jerry Seinfeld show comedians and cars getting coffee Because oh. he had him on there this season, and those are just you know it what's what it sounds like it's like twenty to forty minute conversations, but there's a lot of insight um it, i i think with with comedy there's always like a uh, a few polarizing people each year um but then I, when you mentioned Patton oswald i'm just kind of thinking like that is a that is a nerd nerd that guy he um i i had the uh privilege of meeting him at comic con 2010 when he wrote that firefly uh, wash one shot mm-hmm. at- uh, that guy and his, and his up is just laden with, with popular culture. Um, and, and speaking of him, uh, his, uh, wife, uh, his first wife's show, uh, is on the, the podcast is on, uh, HBO now about the, the true crime and kind of their story it tells about how they met and stuff. Um, that's a, it's a tough watch because, you know, she passed away and, mm-hmm. um, then but through her legacy they were able to you know to solve a cold case so that yep. was uh, definitely not comedy but it's tied to him and it's very influential in his comedy. Uh Chaz, you have any stand up uh favorite stand-up comedians right now? Uh, no. I do love
2: stand up. I love stand up. Um yeah uh I don't I don't have anything right now. Uh, what's, um, I do, uh, the stand-up that I do watch, um, every time she comes up with the special is, um, oh crap, what's her name? The IZ chick, the blonde hair, she just got married skinny. I can't,
0: I don't know. That, Was it? I don't know. I'm stopped. Oh. Uh, blonde hair, hmm. I don't yeah, know.
2: I, yeah, I know. She's like super, super huge. Hold on, let me. Let me, let me let me let me find something real quick. Um, I will. Uh, I don't know, Miss Jin. You say yours, and then I'll say mine.
0: I think she just did, but. Um...
1: <laughs>
2: uh, uh, let's see. I um, was
1: the crazy girl that she like restarted her act like five or six times during her act. That was part of the act, and she would start it the exact same way and. She would say over and over again, she doesn't do a lot of like high tech craziness in her show. But then she ended up having all of that stuff. It was like everything she said was a lie. Her whole act was a lie. But it was—I got to the end of it, I was like, well, I got a lot of gimmicks in it, and it wasn't really good.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. That sounds almost like she was trying to act out Groundhog Day, maybe, or you know, some like like that type of shtick. And I guess if it's not good the first time it may not be good the fifth time but uh simple is better simple is better especially if you watch any old like they they've recently recently within the last five years have released um previously unreleased films of Richard Pryor and it's just you know one camera close up on them the whole time for an hour and a half um yeah
2: but he's a comedy genius so you can watch yeah it. but but i this- mean Typically, Elijah Schleslinger, Schleslinger, Schlesinger. Schlesinger. Schlesinger, Elijah Schlesinger. Okay. Oh look. oh look, my phone's not on.
0: That that looks like a that looks like a cardboard cutout when you do that.
2: that? Hi everybody, what are you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> it totally took everything out. That's so cool. It, it did. I love technology, but that's who I'm talking about. That lady. Um. No. I, and one of her last standups, she said that she got married, and I was very upset.
0: It's like, fine, I'm not going to watch you anymore. <laughs> but of course, I, I see. I guess, I guess if that ruined the illusion for you, then now we understand when we see uh, episodes of the Monkeys or from the Two Beatles movies why. They always try to tell the guys like, even if you're in a relationship, don't talk about it because you're gonna run. You're gonna run all of our careers mm-hmm. if the if these young women out there think that you're married. So I guess maybe there's truth to that. And you, just you know try- it is. You know when when we were doing a lot of stuff with MTV
2: back in the day, and you know we started going this way, and we thought we were gonna do like Metallica status, but it didn't happen. Um, they would tell you like uh, people would tell you don't if people ask if you're married or if you have a girlfriend, don't. Don't tell them that you do. Um, you know, age was a big thing, too. Um, but, um, yeah, it, 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 you have to do this, like, you know, the more they want you, the less you pull back. So you're mysterious and all that jazz. So if they get to know you too much. A lot of them are just like, they'll fall off because there's nothing There's nothing to get to know. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's not so much like that now with the millennials because they want to know everything about you. and They want to be your best friend and they want to be right there, which is totally cool. But like the older cats, it's like if you give off too, inf- too much information, they're like, whoa, hold on, wait a minute. Because I was talking with people today about doing the show. I've got to transfer from comic book guy to rock and roll guy because I can't be at the merch booth signing things going, guess what? Do you know I'm Batman? And they're like, no, dude, no, you can't do that. I can't be a nerd on stage. I have to be a rock and roll guy. So it's weird, you know. But it's 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 weird how to play it as well because I don't know what the kids are into. I'd just be like, yeah, I like Run One Direction, and now we're best friends.
0: So whatever. (laughs) That yeah, that that reference might be a little dated. Maybe uh, (laughs) you know how like companies are getting creepy amounts of information uh, from us through our phones and whatnot. Maybe the next time you log onto Netflix, it'll have recommendations for Chaz, female comedians who are single. Please, Netflix, please. <laughs> and, and, then, and then that and then that way you can find comedy specials uh, that you like. Uh, Miss Jen, you also mentioned a couple of uh, uh, things based on comics uh, that you saw. We talked about Old Guard a little bit uh, last week. You mentioned Warrior Nun. Uh, it's just, and we talk about this every week, but there's just so much stuff now. Uh, and a couple of people were talking about Uh, the old guard at uh, work and I just sort of like my nerd brain, you know, never turns off and, and I was just, and they were like, Oh, I wonder if there could ever possibly be a sequel. And I was like, Oh, it's a comic book series. Um, and it was almost sort of like that sentiment was like, okay. Like, but like, I think before people would maybe want to know more um, or kind of like ask like, where could this go? And, or how can I read it? But I think now it's almost like every other thing's a comic book, so people are just sort of like, um, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if uh, if you guys experienced that or not, but I guess that's good because, um, way back in the past, it would be very evident what was a comic book, uh, what was from a comic book, and not. And uh, typically, a lot of the stuff wouldn't be. Uh, great, uh, because it would be over overly animated on screen, and uh, but but now I think because it blends in, if uh, if you are interested in reading more or reading more by the author, I, I think it's very uh, non-threatening now because it's just like comic books have sort of gone in there and merged with with everything else. It's, it's like they were they've been accepted for a while now. I mean, we've had just this amazing period of 10 or 15 years where we get everything we want <laughs> but but now I think we're getting to the point where it's just almost like a part of the uh collective brainwave which is kind of interesting
1: now the rush is always to find out what's going to be the next thing that's announced so you can already have copies of it because once things get announced man those copies become so expensive I mean and it's just non-stop like every day there's something new getting announced
0: yeah, yeah. I think a lot of what makes that a little bit more complicated is you have writers like uh, Tenny on the Fourth and like Brian K. Vaughn, where they have like these uh, first rights deals with companies, but that's not really something the public is like, oh, yeah. Like, you're not really thinking about that when you see a new comic because you're interested in the new comic. But I guess one way to look at it is. Uh, trying to maybe get the the first issue by every writer that you know has a deal (laughs) just in case Mm -hmm. that's decided to be optioned but with Brian K. Vaughn's stuff it's just been uh, such a long time and such an uphill battle for why the last man Uh, but now they're making I guess they're going to call it the great machine and not X machina uh, because of the Previous things have been called that, and most notably, a movie with Oscar Isaac. But that would be called the Great Machine. And then I think uh, Paper Girls will probably be uh, the thing that gets the quickest turnaround. I mean, because that just ended, so um, yeah. that's going to make its way to the small screen. So yeah, it's. Uh, I, is there? I wonder. Is there like a, a stock market site for comics or something where people kind of uh, place future bets? on on issues or entities, maybe the next thing to get picked up?
1: There's a bunch of like speculator sites and apps. So if you follow those, you can kind of at least I mean like there'll be something that's announced and it may not move the needle. But the minute that it shows up on one of those groups, then the price starts really tracking. Even for stuff that previously everyone would kind of shrug about, there's been some, some tiny books that people mentioned, you know what? This book has got the first appearance of blah blah. And then all of a sudden, you can't find it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, um, I, well, working in the shops, you guys probably know when, like, if someone's asking for a book from 10 years ago, and it's, like, three different customers in one day, you're like, okay, something's up with this entity, right?
1: Well, I don't even let it go that far anymore. I actually tasked Paul, who's our <laughs> commentator. His first task of every day is to go to those spec sites and look and see what the specs are after. And then go we'll pull them. And because by that time, everyone's had a chance to buy them, right? It's not like they just hit the rack. Mm-hmm. So we'll pull yeah. those for them.
2: Yeah, well, I do the same thing. I started uh, jumping on and that, that way. I mean, because you'll have people who come into our shop and then they buy all the copies all at once. Uh, if I'm not there or if Bill's not there, well, we've got the younger cats and I'm just like, oh, it's just a comic book or the gaming people are at the register. They're like, cool man, you're buying 10 comic comics of the same number. Cool, we're getting them out of inventory. That's what I'm like, what are you doing? So, um, obviously, something's up. So, that's what I do as well. Like, um, every day, I'm always checking the spec sites. You know, one just came up was X Men, I think, today. X Men, the DX number two, it's got the first appearance of um, the summoner, and he's supposed to be appearing on. The uh, X-SWORD series or whatever. And so that's a speculation. Oh um, gosh,
1: the cover for, um, uh, uh,
2: Team Captain and T. Ronan?
1: Captain Marvel. It's got her as the accuser. It's so, so the, the B cover as Carol as the accuser.
2: Oh, which one? On the new one or the last one?
1: Just listed for FOC today. So it'll be three weeks out. Uh-huh. It, uh-huh. Ronan's hammer and everything. It's just like,
2: oh my gosh! Oh yeah, that's gonna go. Uh, it's it's weird too because like Castle Marvel and Immortal Hulk. Like they've got they've got some key issues that you'll have one guy that comes in and he's only buying these key key issues and that's it. So they'll be like back to back or like you'll have I don't know like eight and then ten and then nothing and then boom here's another one. So we're ordering the same amount. You know, like, of course, somebody comes in and cleans us out of uh, a certain issue. Well, then we bump up our order, and then nothing happens. And then, boom, here comes the Ronin issue, and you're just going to be like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, you don't know. You don't know what people are going to go after. So it's really, it's a guessing game, really, even without the spec stuff. Like, I try to look at all of the different variants and just like, cool. Like, TMNT Ronin, that... It, the three, it's, there's a, there's a cover, it's a beautiful cover, it's limited to 300 uh, copies, I believe. It's sold out in, like, a minute, and it's, the highest uh, is $1,900, and it oh just came God. out. Yeah, it just came out. Um, it's ridiculous. And here's the thing, it was like, I could have bought that. I didn't, because I was like, nobody's going to read this stupid book. And then, boom, there it is. So um. Anyway, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Or I don't order for the shop, but you know, just to get it for myself. Um, I didn't. I just passed right over it. And matter of fact, I think I bought a Jenica instead. <laughs> Go me, Call cowboy guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jenica. Um,
0: <boss. laughs> you guys were talking about Ronan the Accuser and TMNT Ronan, and I got super confused. Two Ronan. <laughs> Two Ronins don't make it right, uh, but that that would be a cool. <laughs> see, that would be a cool uh, crossover if whichever. Do we know which turtle it is that survived, or is that like? I mean, I guess we wouldn't want to give that spoiler out anyway. But is that book finally no. coming out now?
1: We just get the theory. The theory was Michelangelo, but how do they how do they know that sure. book is not out.
0: <laughs> when, yeah, true, true. When, does, when does that come out? Because I saw some sort of news about it.
2: Um, oh, uh, let's see. Um, I can find out for you. Release date it is supposed August 19th. Okay, yeah. that's far off. And I mean, like I said, that cover is just ridiculously awesome. Let's see. Um, cover blue, it's, um, well, of course, it's just gonna be in the stupid like videos, and now everybody's posting videos about it and all that jazz. Sure. But uh I, if you look it up you might be able to see it. It's one of them like hunched over and like the ghostly stuff behind them and like the city and oh here it is right here. Sweet. It looks like Donatello actually from this cover.
0: But oh you know they're going you know they're going to do like four uh, variants one of each turtle. They're not going to give it away. Right.
2: So it's kind I mean dude so that's like the $1,900 cover.
1: <laughs> Was that like a Comic-Con exclusive or something?
2: Um, I, no. I don't think so. Well, it may have been. I can't remember. I'm signed up to so many different... Um, Like I get Dings saying hey, get this exclusive cover, get this cover, get this cover from all these different places. And I don't know which cover that is.
0: Oh, Miss Jen, have you uh, heard of any comic-con exclusives that are hot yet as far as comics go
1: um i know that source point was putting out it's no heroin uh exclusives they're all sold out i mean i think they were gone in an hour i think that's the way it's going to go down this year anything that was, has any desirability since you don't have to have a ticket to get in and you don't have to wait in line that as soon as those things are offered online since all the people didn't have to pay money for an airline ticket or hotel i mean like normally they're spending 2k on a hotel Five hundred on a ticket, and like so, now they've got all this money freed up to buy whatever they whatever stuff they want. So if the books are expensive, it's no big deal, right? Because you saved all the rest of the money.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's something they were going to buy anyway. But um, I was hoping that that the they would be more plentiful this year. But I think because everyone's stuck at home and knows it's happening, and I mean, you would have to pretty much overprint books at the rate of like hundreds of thousands to kind of be able to affordably get it into collector's hands, which is part of what makes it fun. But I've been personally annoyed lately in my pursuits of, especially the Hasbro exclusives where, um, you know, they're, where they're putting out, you know, Star Wars Transformers and GI Joes in such limited quantity that anyone that has a bot account set up, <laughs> you know, for either the Hasbro side or Walmart, it's like you miss out. And then you, it's frustrating because five minutes later, on ebay uh they're on sale for like six times the price and like chas says it's, it's usually like exorbitant rates but there's a lot of people that when that mr t figure uh came out that we talked about uh, a few weeks ago uh some people were paying you know 90 to 120 for a figure that should have cost them 25 and i guess i guess we have to sort of like self-police as consumers of that stuff like don't give in to that temptation, uh, because then that just encourages them to buy ten of everything in the future and, and mark it up to where to unenjoyable prices. But at the same time, there's gotta be that technology there has to be the technology there for them to like track the item number and basically just like delete the eBay post. I mean, I know that that's probably something that it would take way more <laughs> Money and effort than the companies want to do, but it's just uh, you know, especially the based out of Austin, they have Mondo, and they they always make these awesome posters, T-shirts, records, but uh, they sell out in in uh, literally seconds because people have bots, and uh, some of the prints are two hundred or less. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like a fifty-dollar poster, and then the next day you see it for. 450, and that person doesn't even have it in their hands, so you don't know if their pre-sale is going to get canceled. But uh, there's got to be there's got to be a way for them to police the uh, the scalping of stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm looking on uh, eBay now, and some of those exclusives are up to 75, 80 already for Funko Pops, and yeah. it's like, oh, that that was really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, that's messed up. I was able to uh, get a clawful um, San Diego Comic Con he-man figure and i went to go get one of the marvel zombie ones and they were just out so it was just like okay well i got one i got the one that i wanted big he-man fan so um but i was hoping to get a um an iron bob as well i should have looked for that one first but um from jane silent bob reboot um but yeah man these are a lot of them are going for 40 dollars all the way up to 80 bucks already and it's just those d holes for like give me all of them and now you know I'm, i've i got 15 to sell and 80 dollars a pop i mean you right. can't get them anywhere so i'm not gonna pay that much <laughs> for an iron ball <laughs> i'm good what's I, different and, than and, years before
1: sorry. usually like when you're at comic-con you know that the dealers that are actually in the room they go and they go wait in line ahead of the show opening up and buy their quantities, though so they don't have that opportunity now. So there's I guess there's at least that quantity that doesn't go to dealers direct.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I get well I'm I don't know. I'm still at paying eight at for it. I'm all upset. We're talking about Funko Pops. So, um, you know, I'm doing this big, uh, unboxing or whatever at the end of the month. And it's just pure, it's just fun co stuff. And I had a company send me a box. It was, uh, it's worth $500. Um, and all of a sudden I had a call and be like, I didn't get it. <laughs> it, it. It, 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 was supposed to arrive on Saturday. It said it arrived on Saturday. I walked downstairs to get my box and it's not there. I drove around for like 45 minutes looking at porches. Uh, thankfully it was insured and when I was talking to them, I was like, I just want what's inside the box. I don't care about the money. I, I want, I mean, obviously, I'm not getting it. They're getting it. But, like, it could have been anything in there with the list that they sent. So this is this is the second time this week I've been screwed by Funko Pops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and with, uh, at least with, with on, on the exclusive side with Funko, for, like, the last three or four years, they've had uh, specific Pops going to specific... Retailers. So I don't know where the two that you were trying to pick up went to, but um, then you got to end up going to like, you know, nine different sites at two in the morning or whatever to try to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, try to secure all those. But
2: yeah, I, for- I forget where they were at. Jess,
1: did you guys end up uh, getting the Funko Pop boxes, the free color book day ones? Because I
2: didn't do those. We did. We got, um, and, for the past three weeks, I've been—I uh, was able to give one away during trivia night
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: on Wednesday nights. I'm on Twitch, um, but um, we ordered, I think, twelve altogether, and uh, they're pretty cool. Selling for thirty-four, so it's um, it's a Loki box. You get a, a Loki pop, and then each box is numbered like one, two, and three. One, two, and three is the shirt design, so it's mm-hmm. Loki shirts. One and three are black. Uh, number two is white number one is him sitting in a throne number three he's walking down the bridge and then you get a Thor comic it's Thor number one but with the Loki pop on on the cover and there's three different versions you got your basic version with like a black logo then a virgin variant and then the one that's super hard to find is the gold variant Um, so yeah I haven't I bought one I haven't opened it, but um, I don't know how rare the Virgin or the Gold are. But apparently the Gold is super hard to find. So hopefully it's in my box, but I doubt it. But uh, they seem pretty cool. Those are pretty cool.
1: Open them when they come by them? I mean, do you, do you, do you talk them into like, open it now, I want to see what you got? <laughs>
2: no, I, I want to, but um, I the ones other than the one that I bought that, that were sold, I haven't been there. But I try to because we've got it on obviously on display, and we're like, ah, buy it. This is what it's in there. Like, come on, come on, come on. But then again, maybe I don't want them to open it up because if it's one of those, then I know I ain't got it. So (laughs) it's that, you know, that old thing, you know, if there's a cat in a box, you know, is it alive or dead or whatever, whatever that philosophy thing is. There it is. (laughs) She's the smart one.
0: (laughs) Uh, What? Chaz, what is your what is your view of the uh, of mystery boxes as a collector? Do you find it exciting or more annoying?
2: No, I actually at first I thought they were just like you go to cons and they were all over the place. I'm like, why would you pay twenty five fifty dollars for a box you don't even know what's in there? But so I but I do a weekly unboxing, and I started you know, because we were doing mail call on the show, so I had fans send me stuff um i was taking stuff that i got from the road to open up and then businesses were like hey man you want to feature a product on your show we'll give this to you for free and give one away so then i started doing that and i started getting into them more where now i find myself buying mystery boxes and then that's why at the end of the month we do like a big funko one because i just save all the funko those are my favorites but, you know, we did one today. It was two band boxes. It's pop culture. It's a horror box. And there's autographs in there and, like, movie props. And so those are pretty cool. We do Munch Pack, which is snacks from all around the world. And we taste them. And a lot of them are good. A lot of them are not. Yeah. But, uh, they're fun. I think because of the show, they've been a lot of fun. And uh, it's like, I don't know what I can get. I mean, they give you a sheet. They're like, you could get one of these grills. And I'm like, I've only paid X amount of dollars for this. If I get it, then Cool. And half the time you don't get it but it's like it's like buying a scratch off I think if you pay twenty dollars for a scratch off then you know you might get five dollars back you know I never get fifteen hundred dollars so but yeah i find that fun
0: i uh i I don't know like it when you're trying to complete a set like uh and I think funko is sort of like the uh the main contributor to this the last uh six or seven years but just like the blind box minifigures and things it's like you know obviously they all have different odds but it seems like if you really want the set just go to ebay and purchase ones that someone else has already opened because <laughs> because as a collector it just costs so much and you know that like the the rare ones are like one in every four boxes or whatever you know things like that and you, you'll start to yeah. get a repeat so
2: yeah, see, the ones that you're talking about, no, all day long, no way. But, I mean, I, I get why people, we've got one customer. She's a super huge Scooby-Doo fan. She comes in, buys all of our Scooby-Doo stuff. But when we have those mystery, those little bitty boxes, and she opens those in front of me, which and I feel so bad because she's looking for, like, a Scooby and, like, a, a mystery machine. And she has come in, and she's bought so many. And I'm just like, if I had a mystery machine, I would totally just give it to you. Um, and then if somebody else buys one of those, um, if they open it in the store, if they were to open a mystery machine, like I would actually be like, yo man, go get another one. Like, so I could, you know, that way if she came in and be like, look what I got for you. Um, those would be a headache, I think. So yeah. you'll get those in the mystery boxes that are sent to me and then they're cool, but I don't really collect sets. I always collect like, um just stuff that i like really um but it usually it has to have a sticker on it for me to collect it or just be super cool so i'm not the only set that i bought was the Blacklight target set uh funko had and it was out for like five minutes and they look really really cool other than that i'm not really a set guy
0: yeah uh they don't mission they they did that with uh there was some comic they did that with either last year or the year before. Was it was it Walking Dead where it was bagged but you didn't know what cover it was gonna be?
1: Yeah, I think it was I don't know, two years ago that they had all of them you but you could like wasn't there like cover A through Z or something? <laughs> it was a
2: lot. Yeah. What was that the Walking Dead?
1: Yeah.
2: I it think it was, like, yeah.
1: Jeez. So basically, you open it up, and it was a it was one uh, like it was like a black and white version of one of the issues. Issue. Then they took all. It was all the key issues. You be, you ordered them by number. I think you ordered black poly bag number for number one, but you didn't know which cover was going to be in your black poly bag number one. So you might want to buy a whole bunch of black poly bag number one. So for us. To buy them was kind of crazy because they're like, okay, we need number ones, we need number 17s, Mm because that's McStone, we need number (laughs) So like you could have bought every single number, but I think we just picked the keys because we were like, I don't it's gonna make us nuts.
0: (laughs) That is insane. That is truly insane. Yeah, if they if they blind bag variants on a regular week by week basis, people would lose their mind. Mm. They, They would they would go nuts.
2: I will say um, there was a recall today for Faithless Season Two Number Two, and it just so happened or that no. yeah, it just so happened that uh, somebody gave me the trade to the first one, and I, I finished reading it, and I was like, "This is pretty good." So I grabbed one and two, and always do the alternate cover. So they were just bags, but we had ours in the board, and um, so I picked those up today. Bill comes in. He was like, hey, I'm looking for this Faithless number two. And I was like, oh, I picked it up. And he was like, well, it's been recalled. I'm like, why? And he tells me. But since we bag and board our stuff, I didn't see it. That was the reason. So he was like, all right, cool. Since you were going to pick it up beforehand anyway, just go ahead and uh, take it. But Mark, what they did was the cover is um, very adult. Mm -hmm. And the way they are supposed to bag it, was obviously the adult part was supposed to be covered up. There's, like, this pink cover. Well, they bagged it backwards. So they had the pink cover covering up. But when you flipped it over, like, all oh, the nudity was was there. Oh, so I,
1: actual actual act occurring on the cover.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I still haven't opened it from our bag to see the actual cover. I just thought the season one it was a really good story. That so was, like, <laughs> right on. So but here's the kicker. Like now I've got to go buy the comic again because it's a collector's item because how it's bagged. So if I open the bag, they're like, no, 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 this was bagged. I mean, you can't do that. I'd just be like, yeah. whatever. So now I've got now I've got to buy another number two, just so I can read the stupid series. <laughs> this is not my week for collectibles, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean Yeah. Go ahead.
1: You can just wait for the trade.
2: That is true. Like, I have the trade already. Like, I don't need to binge it.
0: I like the way you think. No, I'm just going to do that. Um, now, will either of you be checking out uh, any of the Comic-Con online festivities this weekend?
1: Oh, I'll definitely. Will. I need to go and, and plan out my viewing schedule. I probably will actually go and plan it out and probably broadcast it in the store, honestly. Okay. Because make you like a, and I'll just sit and cry at the register, you know. There's <laughs> like, not an actual comic con. <laughs> People will come yeah. in, cry with yeah. me.
0: <laughs> there you go. See, I I, used, to, I don't even I, know what's going on. I used to subscribe to the uh, they for a second had a uh, streaming service. You know, they had the app, the SDCC app, and the first year they did it, it was fantastic. I mean, it was like um, 4 dollars per month, but obviously that was the only month you would really need it. And it was like all-access panels, interviews, stage set up, and it was just like 12 hours a day streaming live, and then everything was instantly archived. Something must have happened. They must have got their toes stepped on by you know someone else with distribution rights, or it just became too much of a headache to clear each panel because the year after that, they had nothing, and and now that does not exist anymore. Oh, um,
1: a hard time because most of the, the really hot panels, they don't, I mean they they like have people standing in the room making sure your phone's not out because they don't want it to. There's some proprietary stuff that they don't want to have aired. But uh, this year, like for example, I was gonna do. Uh, they were gonna do the masquerade, but they were gonna do it. Uh, uh, like you could just send in still pictures, or you could do an actual video, so you could get really <laughs> super creative, and actually make film. And I had a whole act all planned out; it was going to be so epic. Uh, but then I found out because because normally, if you're in the masquerade, you can use anything. You can use uh, previously, you know, shown movie stuff. You can use any music you want, anything that's already that has a um, licensing. You could use it imagery. But uh, and it's because you can't record anything like it's uh, all controlled by the Comic-Con stage this year because it was going to be broadcast and so they couldn't tell who was watching it where or recording it anywhere. You couldn't uh, use anything except for open source. And I was like, well, forget this mess.
2: <laughs> horrible. It
1: does make it much harder if you're trying to do a specific thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I imagine so. Yeah, cuz they're they're not worried about copyright issues, you know, live and in person, but I guess because of all the algorithms, a lot of this stuff is being sent straight through YouTube it looks like. Um mm-hmm. through the SDCC channel there, so um it would probably just cut off the stream right away in some cases because they have it to where I know when you're uploading a a, a podcast to like Google Podcast or iTunes, I think I think if it recognizes a solid second of a song that it will not accept your file. Yep. So you just got to be very careful about really it'll, using kind of a clips that have any kind of music in them or anything like that for editing purposes. Yeah.
2: It'll, it'll mute it. Like when we did Quarantine Con and Rocket Queen um, did the interview, we played our video and it caught that. And then I, it just mutes the whole thing, I think. Um so we had to give them permission to use the song, but it took like two or three days, I think Justin said. He was like, that's the band. That's their music. We uh, were okay to do it. Um, but yeah, that'll it'll take it straight off, which is, I guess it's
0: kind of good, but I guess depending on what you're doing. Um, yeah, well, uh, I'm going to go over uh, a few of the uh, bigger things happening. But this is going on from wednesday through sunday um and 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 just sort of like uh when you're actually there i think that the bigger things are probably uh thursday through saturday but um uh thursday the 23rd we've got the star trek universe virtual panel either of you interested in that what's going on with star trek for the last 50 years and what's coming out next
1: I saw that they were advertising that they're gonna make uh, the below the decks thing. That kind of is is interesting if they're gonna go over that.
2: Is that yeah, the animated, yeah. the animated film? Yeah, dude, I saw that on CBS the the trailer, and I'm not a big Star Trek fan, but I was like, I would totally watch this like all day because how it opens is brilliant. It is so brilliant. I love it. So um, I would be totally into that.
1: That I heard. Uh, today there was chatter that McAvoy is uh, making a hard play to play a young Picard. Ooh.
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean, he's put that out there publicly a few times. Uh, I don't see why they wouldn't take him up on that. I guess it just depends. I don't think they want to specifically do that with the show Picard unless, you know, it, it comes up naturally in the uh Story or the writing, but yeah, why not? I mean, I mean if, he's already that, played a young Bacard before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have, uh, let's see, Thursday at four Eastern, a look inside Marvel 616 on Disney Plus. So we're getting a little bit more information on the Disney Plus Marvel stuff. Uh, I it's hard to believe that Disney Plus has been out uh, since last September. And uh, still no Marvel stuff. I mean, they hit us hard with uh, Mandalorian as far as the Star Wars stuff goes. Um, but, mm-hmm. man, this Star Wars, uh, the, the Marvel stuff, when it comes, it's going to hit hard. Because it's going to start with, uh, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then straight That's into cool. One division. And then we might have a hiatus for a while on stuff. Well, they said that uh,
2: everything's on schedule. So, in August, we should see Falcon and the Winter Soldier is what I keep hearing, because WandaVision is supposed to be out in October. WandaVision yeah. is only going to be six episodes. Um, and then apparently that's supposed to lead right into Doctor Strange, but I don't see that happening. I well, mean...
0: Yeah, like right into it, meaning like into the movie, <laughs> but since that movie is going to be way delayed, um, I don't think that's a reason to delay the show, so they'll probably just let it go as is, but yeah, the, that movie's been so delayed now, Um just from all the uh the script and director stuff and then now that's sorted out but now you know pretty much everything's still in uh lockdown uh production wise so
2: you know a funny thing real quick though about uh WandaVision or whatever they just confirmed that Evan Peters is going to appear on the show now Evan Peters was the Quicksilver in the X-Men universe yeah. so yeah, so, so they don't know what's up with him, but apparently, I mean, apparently he's going to show up in the show. He's slated to be in the show, and then apparently he's going to be in some some Marvel movies as well. Speculation is like he'll show up as a Quicksilver because of the multiverse on WandaVision. But um, all, it's been rumored that he's going to be playing a villain. Um in the MCU, maybe like uh, Mephesto or Nightmare, but that's just rumor. But he is supposed to be in, on One Division. So, but they didn't say as yes, who, so he could be a totally different character. But I like his Quicksilver way better than the other one. So uh, maybe that'll be a cool multi-multiverse. Hey, we, here's a nod to the old X-Men stuff. So I hope. I hope that. I think that I'm excited about that. This to be cool.
0: Oh, yeah, they're definitely going to use that multiverse aspect. And a lot of people are speculating that's also how they'll get the uh, Fantastic Four in there finally. And, and, maybe, and maybe the X-Men, too. I mean, they might just pull everybody over. Have you not
2: heard? Marvel dropped a bomb, dude. When was uh, that? So, uh, uh, Ant-Man 3, apparently, is supposed to be, like, a big, um, big part of the MCU. So, just a quick breakdown, like, Cassie Lang um, messes around with some pin particles, and boom, she becomes stature. She wants to join the Avengers, but Ant-Man and Wasp are like, no, we don't want you fighting crime. So she joins the young Avengers, right? So that sets up the young Avengers. Now, in Ant-Man versus the Wasp, or Ant-Man and the Wasp, when um, Janet Van Dyne and Hank Pym are leaving the Quantum Realm, there's a little city psh, that they that they passed. Well, that city in the Quantum Realm, that date back to the comics, it's the city that Kang built. So it sets up for Kang, um, the Young Avengers, and rumor has it that the Fantastic Four are in that city, because Janet Van Dyne is like, "Hey, uh, if when you're in the Quantum Realm, depending on how long you're here, you get superhero superpowers." So maybe that's how the Fantastic Four get their superpowers, and the Kang's supposed to be a big big deal. So it sets up all of those, and the main
0: villain, MODOK. What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? by, that, by that time Modoc's gonna be really popular though. Possibly. I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like the
2: big the big and he just looks like a big beach ball with little arms and legs, you know, just hopping around all over the place. All right, uh, let's
1: catch M-Duck. Who's Modoc?
2: Oh man, John
0: Goodman. <laughs> but we meet you Pat and Oswald to Modoc.
1: Oh, I'd do that too, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, like that, like that's why it's going to be popular because he that cartoon will be out and on Hulu by then. So, oh yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, maybe it's a good setup. And to bring it all back to the beginning of this conversation, Patton Oswalt, you know, king of nerds and comedy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Modok. Modoc's gonna, and I think Modok in all the Marvel franchises works best in Atman just because of the humor aspect, just to play off Paul Rudd and. And uh, just those kind of the the more quirky characters, I think that'd be like the perfect pairing. Um, But obviously, like the speculation is wild, and Marvel has not officially said, you know, how and when we're getting the Fantastic Fantastic Four. But obviously, they spent (laughs) so much time and effort securing those rights, and then the whole Mm -hmm. Fox merger and getting the X Men, trying to get them over. Um, So yeah. we we may get some more information after this weekend.
2: Yeah, I know a uh, king's been brought up so many different times. So the Fantastic Four being in that small little city, which that city is there. Um, so I don't I don't think it's too far to to say Kang is not going to be a part of it somehow. Um, you know they're they're hinting that he's going to be the big bad. Um, so I think it's an interesting way of putting getting the Fantastic Four into the MCU. But the fact that we're getting a Young Avengers obviously um and MODOK. Uh, I mean they've been setting up AIM since Iron Man 2, but um even in the new Black Widow trailer, they've got AIM in there. So I mean, we're we're getting a big boy, man. It's going to be cool.
1: So you guys want to see something really cool on your off time? Yes. Look up on YouTube San Diego Comic-Con or SDCC Masquerade MODOK. Oh, wow. <laughs> Costume okay. almost broke masquerade. It was so huge and heavy that they couldn't almost get it to the stage really it's It's an impressive piece of costume, but it was it's huge
2: All right. i I just wrote that down i'm gonna
0: I'm gonna watch it as soon as we're done here um and then uh some other kind of notable stuff, at least from our perspective uh the virtual comic con this year, the boys season two uh five central, six eastern. Uh, that's gonna be a big one. Uh you got Mystery Science Theater three thousand at eight. Uh and uh you know you're gonna have all the studios timing in all the uh the comic uh companies and, and stuff so uh I, I know that like what we do in the shadows one of my favorite comedies on TV they're gonna be doing one. Um if anyone's still watching Fear of the Walking Dead <laughs> that'll be uh at Two that day, and then Walking Dead at, at four. So, um, but there, there's so many. Miss Jen, have you started to go through and like make your virtual schedule yet? There's like 350 panels.
1: Uh, no, but I mean, like, the I was crushed last year that I couldn't go to the um eclipse panel because we went like way, way early for it. But there just happened to be <laughs> the, the thing that was before it was the good place, and surely I was never going to get in that room no matter what because we're going to be waiting in line for that. So yeah. maybe watch an eclipse panel if
0: there's one. Yeah, um, I haven't seen that one come. There's just so much. So speaking of the, uh, speaking of Hulu and Marvel, um, Hellstrom is a uh, Friday at five Central, and I don't, I don't know much about that. Wasn't that originally going to be? I mean, the Ghost Rider series they were going to do got canceled, but they're right. still going through with Hellstrom. And you would think that, like, as far as like the, the, the you know, dark, fiery characters that you for sure would have had Ghost Rider, but I guess there's something with Hellstrom to where that's the story they want to tell. Um, and uh-huh. it's not going to be connected to, to anything else. No, so, I guess so maybe maybe that's why they did it. I don't know. And then uh, Bob's Burgers, you got that. And then we have... Uh, uh, I'm sure you know about this, Michin. But the Constantine 15th Anniversary Reunion, so Keanu as Constantine, and there's been a lot of talk about you know recasting him in a in a reboot or or a long-awaited sequel um, as John Constantine. So I would go to see. Yeah, uh, I think uh, people are going to go see any Keanu movie for at least the next five years. I don't think. Uh, Maybe after that they would have Keanu fatigue, but uh, not anytime soon. I don't think so. He's got oh. his new book. He's got a new comic book.
1: Yes.
0: That's right. Uh, when does that come out? It's for October, right?
1: Yeah, it's teaming up with uh, Matt Kent, which is like the super group. What in the world? Such a good thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um oh, Matt Kent is such just a... Uh, I mean, a lot of the times he just does his own book, right? Like he writes and mm-hmm. and much like uh, Jeff Lemire, but they've started teaming up with people lately just because they don't have enough time <laughs> to do uh, you know the writing and drawing for for everything. But uh, basically, well, the, yeah, we go should, ahead. We
1: should have known this was coming because Bang, which is a book that uh, Dark Horse put out, yeah, The reason it got so much attention is Matt. Uh, the, uh, Keanu had a quote on the front and so now it all makes sense
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and now in the in this comic that he's doing the character looks like him right yeah,
1: yeah. I think there's a purpose I think there's some IP happening
2: <laughs> and, he, and he knows Kung Fu I'm just guessing that's my guess
0: and the, and it looks like the big one uh, rounding out Saturday is going to be Bill and Ted face the music. So, yes, lots of virtual Keanu uh, all throughout the this trailer? thing. What what's up?
2: Have you seen the trailer for that? I have. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. I mean, Keanu's trying to do Ted, mm. but he's like John Wick now, so he's trying to get that <laughs> voice. And now, I mean, beforehand, I couldn't take him out of, um, he'll always be Ted, but it's like two different Keanos, right? You got the Ted and now you got John Wick, but this is like merging them together. It's like John Wick fell and hit his head and now he's got amnesia and he woke up like on a beach somewhere. So this is just who he's become. (laughs) So I don't know. It's a little weird, but I'm totally in, man. They got my money. I'm going to see it. I'm definitely going to see it
0: i think even with john wick i've always just thought oh it's just keanu so i mean i think maybe that's what i have going for me is this is oh, this is keanu so i'm not really expecting anything Um, but yeah i just it's so long since bill and ted 2 it's just going to be one of the the these common themes where it's like a sequel is like 20 years later and you just have to kind of take it for what it is and hopefully it's uh it's good so I mean it looks it looks good. So it it looks it's definitely something I want to check out. Um well wrapping up the show tonight, Miss Jen. Uh, any comics to look for uh this week or the next few weeks?
1: So funny I feel like there's some little books that people were like all trying to add to their pull box today, which I was like, dude, it's way too late. Yeah. It's, it's like you gotta start telling me this stuff so that I can order them for you um God, i'm not gonna be able to remember the name of it. i think one of them is bliss number one which i don't know what it's about small press um what else is this week i hate that i do foc right before i come on the show because i'm all messed up because i'm thinking about three weeks books now well yeah,
0: that, that's why i gave you i gave you the range <laughs> anywhere between yep. now and three weeks <laughs> did you remember any uh ordering anything big today
1: um, and I mean, I I ordered it up on the uh, that Captain Marvel I was talking about because I have yeah. I just my you know if you have comic instincts for things my comic instinct is that people are gonna way under order that book because it's not a special number or anything I think it's number twenty three or some nonsense uh-huh. and then uh, the Venom twenty seven is gonna destroy the world I think uh, no one got enough of that B cover I think I ordered some insane a number of them like sixty of them. <laughs> Just because it's so pretty, <laughs> and I have a feeling—I have a feeling—is
0: it, char- it because of a character that's going to be in it, or what, or just the cover I mean, itself?
1: Kate's been dropping Kate's bombs. You know, mm. Kate says he he's he's mentioned whatever you have for twenty seven is not enough. So I'm like, okay, I'll go crazy. You've never he's never ever steered me wrong. Ever have I ever <laughs> regretted buying way too many of anything he's ever mentioned? So.
0: Right. And I I, I don't know if this is going to be like a precursor to the uh, King and Black in December or what. But I mean, obviously, like the regular Venom series is leading up off to that. Right. So, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, and then I think I think this week we finally get uh, the Thor number two reprint, the the second print or something that's going to just disappear.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun.
0: And then, uh, Chaz, what about on your end? Any books you're looking forward to or anything that sold particularly well this last week?
2: Uh, I'm, yeah, I mean, anything, like Jen said, Venom was just, like, off the shelf in, like, two minutes. Um, but um, I think it was weird So we get the first batch of free comic books or whatever, and I was talking to Jen about this earlier, where X-Men was the one I was like, hey, it's just going to go. But we still have like a few copies left of it. But Captain Canuck just out the door, like I mean, it was just gone. I was like, "Really, Captain Canuck?" Really? Um, and then I know next week every I've been getting phone calls for it already. If I can hold or reserve, um, which I am not going to. It's Spider-Man Venom for free Comic Book Day. It's the one everybody's trying to get their grubby little hands on. So um, if you're listening to this podcast, wise, just line up at the door. <laughs> I'm not
0: holding for you: <clears throat> yeah, um, and, and that was the one that, of course, people you know sold the free comic book day online because the anticipation of it being what was it was it virus? was that the character that was going to be make the first appearance, but then like chronologically it was actually something else because the free ones were delayed and yep. another appearance hit the shelf. so I don't know how they do that in the world of comics, like Ms. Jen, do they go by date released? Or date published, like how do they? How how would you dictate, like like on a CGC grade? What's what issue is going to say first appearance of you know virus?
1: In in my experience, whatever the speculators say,
0: if the okay. speculator
1: groups say that something's a first appearance, then CGC and those guys usually fall in line. I've I've said before the famous the first appearance of the Immortal Hulk isn't where everyone says it is it happens two years before so i will argue that until i die but uh cgc i've talked to them and marvel backs me up and cgc won't back down from that so
2: oh wow really yep that's so weird like why would they have the authority i wonder (sighs)
1: because they have a million slabs that say first appearance of the immortal hulk
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah
1: they're all registered what are you gonna do then say oh my bad you can send back your slab.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Hey, you know, people mess up, though.
0: I mean, that's kind of messed up, but whatever. <clears throat> yeah, uh, anything else uh, either of you have to wrap up the show?
2: Uh, yeah, one quick thing that I, I found out today that I'm super excited about, and you may like this. In October, the creative team has not been announced, but in October um a transformers back to the future crossover has been announced as a four issue series and um they said in october but they don't have a creative team yet that's weird so it may be later but it, it's the inspiration may have come from the 2019 new york comic-con sketch poster of a delorean transforming into a transformer so but it, it's slated for a four issue series and i think it's idw but, uh, yeah.
0: Remember how I was complaining about exclusives and bots and not being able to get what I want? They made, they made one of their crossovers, like they did the Ecto-1 uh, with Ectotron last year. They yeah. did a gigawatt. And it, it was the initial run was limited to uh, 1,985. So, of course, that flew off the shelf. But even like the... Uh, I think the re-release is expected in October probably to align with that. Uh, this is coming off the heels of them uh, releasing on Hasbro Pulse last week, Maverick, which is the Top Gun Transformers crossover. And yes, he comes with the volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I've already pre-ordered it, of course. But yeah, so so, uh, so yeah, that's that's definitely something to look for. I think they're going to keep doing that because that's where the the IDW is kind of having this creative licensing available to to do that since they have transformers they have these other properties and why not you have iconic you know geeky uh vehicles to choose from so why not like i'm fine you know some people would say that's a cash grab i think it's it's pretty awesome so i love that crossover stuff uh miss jen any uh parting thoughts no oh, man i think of the
1: uh it's going to be a killer week in comic books, even though I can't remember all of them. Like, I can remember looking at the lineup and thinking, oh, my gosh, people are going to be broke this week. But it's worth it, because it's a really great read. So.
0: Oh, yeah, Wolf Green 3 is finally coming up. And then, of course, uh, there's gonna we're going to be inundated with comic book news as well, because, like I said, between 250 to 300 <laughs> panels. So... Uh, Head to YouTube this weekend, go to the uh, SDCC.org. I think you can even print out uh, a badge at home, uh, a a virtual Comic-Con badge. You can definitely uh, use their app and website to make a virtual schedule. Uh, And then, of course, most of these videos are going to be uh, available on YouTube. Some might have licensing issues if if they show trailers and things, so just be aware of that. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk about the... uh, I guess the the buzzy stuff that happens from that. But uh, as usual, thank you guys for being with me uh, on the show. And thank you for watching Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by Space Cadets, Collection Collection, and The Adventure Begins. Check out our other shows on Woodlands Online, like Taste Buds, Music Cafe, The Adventure Begins Show, Woodlands House and Home, The Best You, Weekly Fallout Sports Talk, and Between the Trees, Business talk. You can watch all these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station KBQT HD21 over the air on your television. And of course, you can now add us on your Roku. Just go to Roku, search Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup, and all those shows will be on demand there. And you can listen to the audio version of this and other podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google, or wherever you get your podcast from until next time we'll see you next time on nerd news now next time